Celebrating our connection with our pets. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Hello. 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 Sorry, I was watching Monty Python last night. I've never watched it. It's so stupid. And we used to watch it, you know, me and my brothers back in the 70s when it was on. You're not that old. No, I'm not. I was only three at the time. Of course. So what are you guys doing? Are you drying out or are you getting a break today like us? We got pelted, man. I downloaded some how to build your own ARC instructions off the web. (laughs) And so, but then I had to look up. What's a cubit? What the hell is that? A cubit? I have no idea. What is a cubit? I don't know, but those are the dimensions, and that's like oh. worse than putting together something from Ikea. Okay. So what did it come out to be, about 12 inches in size? Yeah. You have a small well, large. let me put it this way. The cats will be fine. I will be drowning. <laughs> okay, so did you, did you see the firefighter rescuing the dog? Oh, this was so you know, cool. Yeah. Just, Isn't that the coolest? I just saw the tease on the news. They didn't Oh, really, I watched the whole thing live. It was I just amazing <laughs> and the firefighter that did it is 50 years old he's a hero and he got bit didn't he you know what and here's how he described it i think this goes down as the best understatement of 2010 so far the firefighter joe st george's was quoted as saying we just hadn't had an opportunity to establish a rapport yet oh between the, <laughs> the dog, dog and the, and the firefighter. firefighter yes that was his that was his reaction and he has already answered the critics because you know they were going to come out of the woodwork. Why did L.A. County spend all this time and money rescuing a dog? Right. Well, here's why. If a stupid, untrained human would have tried to do it, <laughs> even more L.A. Fire County personnel would have been in that river trying to se- save them, not just the dog. And that, that's so a the good trained, answer. Yeah, the trained professionals handled it, and they did an awesome job. And, of course, you're referring to the story about the dog rescued from the river that you were talking about just a few minutes ago in the news. And it's on YouTube, and we've linked to it from the Animal Radio website at AnimalRadio.com. Which is so cool. I love that this story, it has been a couple weeks, but it's, people are still talking about it. It's just amazing. Well, the whole gang's here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions and your behavior questions, as well as Vinnie Penn, animal communicator Joy Turner, Susan Sims, and Bobby working on news. Also on today's show, find my dog a date. You know, I just read these lines from the board up here. I don't know really what they're about. Until I get, it says, find it's my true. dog. A, what is it, Judy? Well, it's about this guy who had a roommate that had a dog, and when the roommate moved out, his dog was lonely because now there was only one dog Aww. in the house. So he was trying to find, you know, a playmate, basically, for his dog. So what, did he create a website? Yeah, so he created this little service that uh, and he found uh, quite a few people in around his area. So now they have play dates. Cool, we'll dogs. be talking with him in just a few minutes. Also, living with goats. More and more people are living with goats. No, we're not talking about your husband. You're looking at him right now. <laughs> we're talking about the animal goats, which can provide you with... Food. Food. Clothing. Comfort. 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 <laughs> I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna yeah, find out more we'll details in just a few minutes. Also, well, and fodder for jokes because seriously, the old line is you screw one goat. <laughs> so I'm gonna say, Hal, go ahead. Emmy Lou Harris joining us today. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Vinny Penn here coming at you on Animal Radio, your resident party animal. The topic du jour, or or, or dare I get cheeky and say a pet peeve of mine. When that friend of yours that you haven't seen in years, a girlfriend of mine, I showed her pictures of my kids and she said, do you want to see a picture of my kids? And she pulls out a photograph of two dogs. 
I don't know that there's anything more frustrating than this. I get the sentiment of the couple who's decided against having children, but to show a photograph of two Rottweilers in enormous hand-knit sweaters and say, these are our kids, Chip and Eagle, they're not your kids. I'm all for the treating the pet like a member of the family. I had two dogs in my lifetime, and they absolutely were members of our family. They were man's best friend. I am down with all of that. But they are not your children. As a father, I take offense to it. I have two kids of my own, and it is a totally different situation. I I I, I feel ridiculous even trying to to lay out why it's so silly. Now, granted, I dated a few girls in the day where I, I could have had children with them and they would have been dogs. I, I mean, I, I get all that. But to show that photo and say, dead serious, these are our children. We love them like you love your own children. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because my kids would never have that tartar build up on their teeth. Vinnie Penn, Party Animal, Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio, baby. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Made it in time. Cleaning the cattery, the Animal Radio cattery, which is full of poo, and apparently I'm the only one that cleans it, so it, it gets done once a week. And you clean the litters. I do the litters inside the studio, so you have to do the. We need to delegate. Why the hell do we have interns? What about Guido? He could be doing this kind of thing. There you go. He always disappears right around that time, doesn't he? Really? Yeah. Big show. Big show. No, it really isn't a big show. It is a big show. Emmy Lou Harris is on the show. It's a big show. Yeah, big show. Big dog lover, Emmy Lou Harris, on tour. She seems to be always on tour, and uh, she'll be joining us. Dr. Debbie's here to answer your vet medical questions and your dog behavior questions. Vinny Penn is here. Animal communicator Joy Turner. Susan Sims. Bobby working on news over there. What do you got going on? Well, we actually have an update on Michael Vick. Really? Yet our favorite subject. And he's got a new reality show that's going to tell his side of the story. Details coming up the news. <laughs> okay. Uh, this cat survey, cat dog survey that we read last week. Seems oh, to be yeah. Causing a lot of controversy. We got emails all week, and the phones are still ringing the about personality this. matches? Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. The one that says cat people are neurotic? Cat people are neurotic, and that actually there are more dog lovers than there are cat lovers. They, they love dogs a lot <laughs> and don't like cats a lot. Remember that survey? Again, the key phrase here is a lot. Animal Radio, hi. Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you doing? Pretty good. Who is this? Uh, this is Joe. Hey, Joe. What's up? Well, I'm just calling, uh, as you say, it's about dogs and cats. And, well, I got a cat in here. I, I am a dog person, but I had a cat in here for over a year and uh, in my truck. And she's just been the best thing since, ever since. You so, know. so let me get this. You were a dog person <laughs> first? Yes. I've had uh, Childs, German Shepherds, and all that cat, cats, too. Uh, but And I thought of getting a cat, I mean, a dog for my raid, um... But then I rescued this little kitten. She was a kid when I rescued her in a, in a rest area in Mississippi uh-huh. back in October 08. And she was finally about a month old, and she was just filthy. I mean, uh-huh. she had feces all over her back, and, and I thought her tail was chopped off. But when I got her and I uh, cleaned her up, I got to Walmart, spent about $80 on stuff to get her cleaned up, uh-huh. got her a little bed, and she had no tail. She's a manx. Oh, oh wow! Cool. Oh wow! She's a calico. Uh, she's all, and she's got the the colors for October: black and orange, and a little spot 
a white in her chest. And so she travels with you in the truck? Everywhere I go. She like that? Oh, yeah. Right now she's lying on the dashboard because finally it's sunny over here in Pennsylvania. <laughs> ah. <laughs> do, you, do you get a lot of joking and ribbing from the other truck drivers when you have a cat? No, actually I've had drivers tell me that she is very uh, ferocious. I bet. When, I'm, I, when I'm away from the truck, I may be getting a shower, get something to eat, and I'm parked. And someone parks next to me, or they're walking toward their, toward their truck who's next to me. She'll fold her ears back, but they've told me, and she starts hissing at them. Ah. <laughs> what have you named her? October. 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 How beautiful. Now, the survey said that, of course, people like dogs more. You had experience with both. Which way do you yeah. lean? Um... I think I, I lean more now towards cats. <laughs> we have a converter. Here. Why? Why is that? I, I guess the way she just acts. I mean, they both give you all the love and attention they need, but I don't know. It's just with her. Um, you know, when I, if I had to lay back in in bed, or she'll lay by my feet, or she'll sit there and watch TV with me. You know, she's she's always there. <laughs> she had a lot of you know funny little things when we were driving. Um, when she was a kitten, I put her on my lap, and she would lean her head back on her on the wheels on the steering wheel. And she's like, ooh, that feels good. <laughs> she still does that, but she can't get her head on her steering wheel. She's already too big. Uh, <laughs> does she uh, Does she go to the bathroom inside the cab there? How do you deal with that? Yes, uh, I got a litter box, and uh, I buy Fresh Step. And uh, she goes in the truck. It may smell a little bit, but I always carry a Ziploc and a little po a pooper scooper and scoop it out and throw it away in the trash bag. Can I send you a bag of world's best cat litter free of charge for you to test out? Yeah, sure. They're, of course, a sponsor of Animal Radio, and I happen to have a bag here that I just need to get out of the studio right now. And we'll send it off your way. Let me know how it works for you. And uh, oh. th thanks for your call today. Hey, no problem. 1-866-405-8405. And for you at home or anybody else, you can get $3 off world's best cat litter. We use it here at the studios. Head on over to AnimalRadio.com to get that coupon. $3 off world's best cat litter. The only whole kernel corn litter. Good stuff. Hi, Lily. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. Where are I you? Have a, okay. I'm in I'm in Maryland, LA, Maryland. Well, welcome. How can we help you? Well, we have a um, a year and a half old Shih Tzu, and he is loving and everything. We we take him, we let him outside the house. Um, we have a little rope that he goes outside the house, and we walk him in the evenings. And um, I'll take him in the mornings for a quick five minute walk, and he does his business like. On hundred mailboxes, and then he comes inside and still does his business. Yeah, and yikes! <laughs> around my, especially around my table, like my, you know, if you if you go around the tables, mm. what's up with that? Is it is it a birch table or a maple? Does he like certain <laughs> woods or trees? Oh golly, I'm oh, sorry, I shouldn't is, be making fun. It is fun. a maple table. It is a maple <laughs> is table. <laughs> All right. Now, did you mention Lily? If your uh, if your little guy is neutered, he's not. Okay, well, that's where we're going to start, because that table leg does look like very much like a tree to him, and doesn't matter to him if it's inside or outside, it's all his territory, and that's basically what he's saying as he's urinating. Dogs urinate to go to the bathroom, but they also do it to communicate, and it's basically a way that he can help tell other critters, human, dog, otherwise, that that's his territory, so just be known, this is my, this is my turf. <laughs> so um, it is very challenging to correct this type of problem if we don't first address the underlying issue, and that is getting this fella neutered. 
um, male hormones of an intact dog are going to cause this behavior. So if we get him neutered and this is still going on, then we're going to go through some behavioral training, some modifications. But some of the core of that is cleaning up the areas uh, with a good enzyme-based cleaner that can help to destroy some of that scent at its core. Um, and then we're going to really go back to the basics of house training and making him go potty outside and then keeping him supervised almost as a puppy when he's indoors. But before we go there, you really got to go ahead and see about getting this guy taken care of. Call your favorite local veterinarian and get the sniffing done. <laughs> it's so much more than population control. You can avert a lot of different sicknesses. Oh, yeah. And you know what? You know, even though you're having this problem now, Lily, I have a lot of people that tell me that their dog is five years old and they've never had a problem and there is really a lag time for some of these behaviors so we know if we neuter dogs before they develop sexual mature signs basically by six months of age that we can avoid most of these behaviors completely the problem is when we don't take advantage of that before they're sexually mature then it gives them the opportunity for these behaviors to develop and it's a lot harder to stop that so for anyone out there who says oh my dog's not neutered and he's doing just fine just wait this can happen and it can very easily happen down the road after they've been good for years and years and years hmm. snip 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 and we absolutely adore him and he's so loving but yet he and he knows he's done something wrong you know he has this look on his face <laughs> I know that look alright now I'm going to stop you there too because that's not true he does not know he does not know he's doing something wrong He's doing something, and you're reacting to it negatively, and that he understands that. But he does not understand the concept that urinating in the house is a bad thing. Otherwise, he wouldn't do it. It has its benefits for him, and he understands that, and he knows that it, sometimes you, he does this, and then you yell at him, but he does not understand that association. Very common problem that we like to kind of put human emotions to when dogs misbehave, and it's just not true. Thanks for your call today, Lily. one 405 I know when one of the cats around here vomits, they'll come and look at me. And I think they're, like, apologetic, <laughs> but apparently those are my feelings I'm putting on the cat there. Yeah, they just want you to clean it up because they're bothered by the smell or the look of it. <laughs> the whole gang's here. one 405 Let's face it. Life happens. From spills to pet stains, One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains, eliminating the need for other cleaning products. Pet stains? Crayon marks, mildew, one shot, and it's gone. Safe for the environment, your pets, and your family. Call 1-800-874-7070 and mention Animal Radio. That's 1-800-874-7070. Or go to oneshotplus.com to get yours now. We get lots of food samples here at Animal Radio, so we can be picky about selecting a healthy food. If you're a regular listener, you know Ladybug is one finicky diva. When we got a sample of Stella and Chewy's, the healthy ingredients were there, but would she eat it? I'm here to tell you she ate it as fast as we put it down and begged for more. We feel good about feeding our dog Stella and Chewy's, and we want you to try Stella and Chewy's too. Visit StellaandChewy's.com or call 888-477-8977. That's 888-477-8977. Listen closely. Did you hear that? That's the sound of peace of mind. Peace of mind that comes in convenient, pre-measured packets of Safeguard K90 Warmer. Just sprinkle the granules on your dog's food twice a year to protect him against the major types of canine intestinal worms. Monthly heartworm prevention programs alone are not enough. Find out how to get the upper hand on intestinal worm infections by visiting www.safeguardfordogs.com. 
Does your pet become anxious when you leave the house? Do certain sounds like thunder or sirens cause your pet to feel uneasy? If your pet barks excessively or is an out-of-control chewer, you'll find the solution in Classic Cuts by Music My Pet. The principal performer for Disney's Baby Einstein has created Classic Cuts with special sounds to help calm, soothe, and relax your pet. A calm pet is a happy pet. To order your Classic Cuts, visit www.musicmypet.com or call 1-877-PET-CALM. Animal Radio, you lucky dog. Emmy Lou Harris on the way. Dr. Debbie here to answer your vet medical questions. Vinnie Penn, animal communicator Joy Turner, Susan Sims, Bobby working on news over there. Going to have a, a story about a rescue, a dramatic rescue in Los Angeles a couple weeks back. What's it about the dog? Well, we're going to talk about a little bit about the dog, the six-year-old German Shepherd mix that turned out to be doing just fine. They're still trying to figure out, though, how he got in the river. So we're going to have a little bit of an update for you on the L.A. Rescue of the Year. It's coming up in the news. And this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Blue Buffalo, makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You love them like family, so feed them like family with Blue. We feed all our cats Blue. It's good stuff. And just to celebrate... Over there in the newsroom, still has her blue lava lamp, Miss Bobby Hill. And uh, we uh-huh. appreciate that show of support. We had a lot of uh, email last week at yourvoiceatanimalradio.com. People do want a webcam on you. They don't want to see the rest of us, but they would like us to install a webcam so they can see just uh, the unusual quarters that you live in there and all of you, that stuff. You, you're talking about my decor. Yeah, well, you took down your Christmas tree just two weeks ago, but you have the blue lava lamp. You have some things hanging over there. I don't have my glasses on. I can't see that well, far. Well, just wait till I really start decorating for Mardi Gras and all the beads go up. Yes. and Well, that's what you're actually dressed today, just in beads. Are those going to be mm-hmm. your Mardi Gras beads? Yeah, but I'm not going to be throwing them at you, even if you show me your nipples. <laughs> I won't do that again. I learned my lesson last Thank time. Thank you. 1-866-405-8405. Hey, Bob. How you doing? Good. How you doing? Uh, fat and sassy. Fat and sassy. I'll have to remember that. We'll write that one down. That's good. I like it. Fat and sassy. Where are you fat and sassy from today? Oh, we're in California. In California. Okay. How can we help you? Well, I got a golden retriever. He's about not quite a month and a, a year and a half. Just almost just a little under a year and a half. Okay. And he's a couple times he's had problems with his backside. He his tail would not. He wouldn't. He'd stop. If you moved it from side to side, it didn't bother him, but if you tried to lift it, it did. And we noticed that he was constipated. Huh, okay. So this happened one time, and evidently he cleared himself up because he came back in the house, and he, he went for two or three days like that, and then he was fine. He come back in, he's as happy as can be, and everything's fine. He did it again for two or three days, just recently, just this last week, and now he's fine again. And I don't know okay. if it's... What you know, if, if the tail being stiff and you know holding it down, but uh, tucking it between his legs and not moving it, if that's got something to do with constipation or not? Well, yeah, it certainly can, and anything that kind of goes on in the whole hindquarter area can definitely affect the the carriage of the tail, or basically how well that they hold it up and wag it and and uh, show off the, especially a golden retriever, those gorgeous uh, feathers that they have. Oh, yeah. um, so, you know, when he was constipated, were you con- were you pretty comfortable that you saw hard to pass poops, or was he having diarrhea? Or no, tell me about the poop story. He was having a hard time passing it. 
Okay. And then when it came out, it was dry and oversized? Well, my son said it was okay. I mean, he's, he's 24, so you got to know. I mean, he, uh, that wasn't home. He called me and said, you know, he finally went to the bathroom and, and it looked, I asked him if it looked good or you know, what it looked like. He said, well, it looked, you know, it looked like poop. Huh, okay. Because typically, if I expect a pet to be constipated, you know, let's get serious about describing poop here on the air. Um, we're looking for, you know, constipated poop is usually dry, hard to pass, oversized. If we're not seeing that corresponding with when he was having troubles, it could be something else causing pain. So it may not necessarily be a constipation issue. So if we got pretty good confirmation, and you, you know, your son should know, everyone knows crap to some degree, <laughs> but <laughs> if you're comfortable that he's described that and said, yeah, yeah, dad, you know, this is really some unusual looking poop. It's dry. It's, it looked like, you know, he was having a hard time passing it. If not, then uh, we'd definitely go looking for other things. And uh, now, does your dog do much swimming? No, not not right now. He, he has in the summertime, but he doesn't do it now because it's cold weather and everything. Okay. Uh, I've got to tell my dogs that because my dogs are in the pool, I swear, uh, you know, three times well, a day still. <laughs> well, you got that warm climate there going for you. Yeah, but we've got the pool covered up right now, and he. We, okay. we had snow here this week, so he, you know, he pays in the mud uh, and everything. He, he's happy now. I mean, he ate good the, during the whole time. He just didn't get rid of it, and uh, uh-huh. he walked funny, and he'd go out, and he'd try to go, and he'd strain and everything. He just couldn't do anything, but I was worried about it. You know, it's the second time it's happened to him, and I don't know if it's something yeah. he ate in the yard or what. Yeah, in, in that inconsistent, the occasional trouble going to the bathroom, it's certainly possible, you know, that, you know, he acquired something that was more interesting than the typical dog food, and that could cause some havoc going through. And then I'd want to make sure that we're feeding just a consistent diet, and we're not switching things up, giving him table scraps or, you know, any kind of bones. Even a dog that, say, gets um, rawhide chews, nothing necessarily wrong with that. But we can see a pattern of inconsistent poops from many dogs that have uh, that ingest rawhides. It can cause the diarrhea and then it can kind of look like they're having trouble passing the, the subsequent poop so he, i would he say eats, uh, uh he eats tree limbs he eats tree limbs and twigs ah. Ah. Right. he's fascinated with him he comes in there like toothpicks with him he comes in two <laughs> up on the floor oh gotta stop that i think he's a woodpecker yeah. <laughs> well, definitely. I mean, as far as a lot of these guys, they look for stuff to chew. And, you know, if he is ingesting things like that, um, tree limbs, uh, you know, your neighbor's uh, shrubs, what have you, then the, definitely that can create some havoc going through. So you might want to work. My, my prescription for you might be to really super monitor his uh, intake and his output over a period of a week to two weeks. And during that time, Watch him closely, make sure he doesn't have access to some of these different behaviors of chewing, and see what those poops are looking like. If everything's going good and we're comfortable that he's not getting into other things, then we may be comfortable to say, ah, that occasional problem is likely to eat that bow off that tree or, um, you know, chewing something in the yard. Um, but yeah, definitely, I, I make light of it, but, you know, we don't want uh, to encourage that kind of chewing behavior because it just sets up for whole sets of digestive problems and foreign objects and all that wonderful stuff. I'm I'm thinking you can redirect that behavior with real treats or toys instead of every time he goes up to the tree and starts to eat a, a tree limb or bark. <laughs> yes. Seriously, give him a toy or give him a, a treat. or so, Not to reward him for that, but give him redirect his attention to something different. Than the, she shouldn't be doing that. I've got a doggy door, and him and the other dog go out in and out a lot. And he, he'll come in, and he'll try to drag one through the door. You know, He'll have one four feet <laughs> sometimes. No, yeah, that's not no. good for him. Yeah. 
Well, thanks for your call today, 1-866-405-8405. Did you get your Valentine's Day gift yet? I did. You did? Yeah, I got an early one. Really? Yeah. You have a Valentine? Yeah. I didn't know about that. How about you, Bobby? Did you get any Valentine's yet? No, and I just want everybody to know that there is still time to go out to <laughs> Tiffany's and get me something for Valentine's Day and box. send it here to Animal Radio. Yeah, it's uh, it's. And what size do you wear? Doesn't matter in silver and gold, you boob. If your dog okay. doesn't have a date for the holidays, you might think about findmydogadate.com so that you and your Valentine can bring your dog and his Valentine out. I mean, really, they should celebrate, too. Sure, why not? And if you don't have a gift for your Valentine... How about a video of their pet singing right. a Valentine's greeting or wishing them a Valentine's that greeting? That is so awesome. And you can do it for less than really a dozen roses. What is a dozen roses? 60 bucks now? Oh, this is like 60 so. bucks. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and they're not going to last. No. This will last forever. And if you want to see what it looks like, because you posted your <laughs> Valentine up at the website at AnimalRadio.com. Uh, I had to do it. And of it's course, hysterical. Ladybug, the studio <laughs> stunt dog, singing the Animal Radio jingle. <laughs> I'm, I'm still laughing. Well, who's the guy that does this? Yeah, Jack, Jack Meyer? Jack. Where did yeah. you find him? Did you find him online? Found him online. We have him on the phone. Hey, Jack, how are you doing? Hi, Neil. How are you today? We really enjoy the uh, Animal Radio jingle. <laughs> And do you think this is, makes a great, phenomenal Valentine's Day gift? Is Thanks. It, I appreciate your kind words. How long does it take you to do something like this? Oh, from start to finish, from the time I get someone's photo. And I have to admit, it, it really all starts out with a good photo. If I get a bad photo, I can't work miracles with it. If the dog or the cat, whatever pet is, turned sideways, I can't animate the face. But if I get a good photo, from start to finish, it takes about two hours. So you take a photo, which is a head-on shot, and you morph the mouth and the eyes to blink and the forehead to, to wrinkle. How do you it's do that? It's very oh, freaky, we, but funny. That's <laughs> funny. I do get some comments about it being creepy sometimes, but if you're a pet lover, you don't think it's creepy. You think it's as cute as it can possibly be. And, and what do you have the offering for Valentine's Day? It's just basically kind of a versatile song that I wrote. I use the same song for birthdays and... Instead of saying happy birthday, you just can change it into Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day, almost any occasion. Oh, I love this. And the website is called PetPhotoFun.com. Is this, uh, is this your full-time job? No. It, you... It's, it's a, like a sideline business. I'm a retired person that said, yes, I do want to get some kind of online business going when I do, you know, as a retired job to supplement my pension. But I suppose you would say it's my full-time job. It's just about all I do, so. You sound like a young guy. You kind of threw me off there. It must be fun to get all these pictures and play with them. It is. It's a lot of fun. And, I, you know, I, I email everybody that I do business with, and, and I, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I'm not trying to be corny. I like to make money doing it. It is a business. But sure. I, the, the most rewarding part of it is when I get feedback from people who get this. Huh? And yes. they see their own their own pets doing. It's one thing to see a sample video exactly. of somebody some some dog singing uh-huh. a song, but when you see your own dog <laughs> singing it, it just kind of melts your heart a little bit. Oh, it does. And you know, the thing I have now is that when I look at Ladybug, I expect her to sing. I can't look at her without <laughs> thinking of that her little mouth moving. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to complain about the pricing on this at all. $35 per video. Now, I'm thinking a dozen roses cost you 70, 60, 70 bucks. Right. And they, as Bobby had just mentioned, they die after they a week. They don't last. And they're not original either. Everyone no. gets chocolates no. or roses for Valentine's it's Day. Good point, Hal. Good I can't. Point. Somebody getting something like this personalized of their pet will love you forever. Now, I have to figure out how to sneak into my wife's room and get a picture of her right. dog just, for well, this. Just get a picture. Take a picture of the dog. She'll, she'll, she'll wonder what I'm doing. 
Well, gotta sneak around there. Sneaky. Okay, I might have to do. I might have to send her out to to go get like. See, it used to be cigarettes pizza, until I quit. Beer. Yeah, p- pizza, pizza, pizza. And then get out the camera and take a good shot. Okay. So the close-up best, huh? Real close-ups close work face? best? Yes, a close-up is the best. I mean, the farther the farther away the dog is from the camera in the photo, you just really you're not able to see its face animated that much. So mm-hmm. you want to get kind of a close-up. Uh, you know, everybody has to use your head. Sometimes people send me picture photos where the dog or cat is right there. Well, that's too much. You know, preferably about maybe four to five feet away from the face, and that's, that's just about the right deal. Good. Well, you can see what Jack has done for Animal Radio at the Animal Radio website or over at YouTube.com slash Animal Radio, or visit his website to order at PetPhotoFun.com. Jack, thank you so much for joining us today. We wish you the best with your new career. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. I love it. Emmy Lou Harris is on the way. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Herm Springer's Quick Release Dog Training Collar. Very humane, very gentle. Find a store near you at AnimalRadio.com. Hi, this is Michelle Stafford from The Young and Restless on Animal Radio. And remember, bay and neuter your pets. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter made from whole kernel corn. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. The FDA has issued a warning to consumers who bought dog treats made by Merrick called Beef Filet Squares after routine testing of the product found salmonella. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration is telling pet owners who may have purchased the product not to handle or use Merrick Beef Filet Squares for the dogs, dated Best Buy 11-19-11. The FDA's follow-up inspection found deficiencies in packaging and manufacturing processes. The FDA is also recommending consumers, consumers who may not be able to find that Best Buy date on the package simply stop using the product. And a Los Angeles County firefighter made headlines when he dropped down from a helicopter two weeks ago to rescue a German shepherd stranded in the flooded L.A. River. The drama played out on cable news outlets as firefighter Joe St. George's splashed down to grab the frightened and fighting dog and lift him to safety. In the process, St. George's suffered several bites from the panicking dog. St. George's was taken to USC Medical Center for treatment. The shepherd was taken by L.A. Fire Department Ambulance to the SEAACA shelter in Downey, where they say he has not acted aggressively towards any staff member since arriving. Fire Captain Steve Ruta told KTLA, the dog is fine. He's being checked for rabies. Also, St. George's is fine. It's still not clear, though, how the dog ended up in the precarious situation. A U.S. pharmaceutical company has been given the green light to market a vaccine for one type of canine cancer. Vical's Oncept was developed to target melanoma, one of the most common types of cancer in dogs. It's highly aggressive and can spread even after surgery and radiation treatment. The new vaccine is also an important step towards finding a similar vaccine for use in humans. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Did you know being left unattended outside can put cats at risk for injuries and sickness? Feline leukemia and feline AIDS is much more prevalent among outdoor cats. Indoor cats live longer. Think about keeping your furry friend indoors. Get more tips from Dr. McPete at www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. Animal Radio is brought to you by... 
One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains, pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, One Shot, and it's gone. Call 1-800-874-7070 or go to OneShotPlus.com to get yours now. This is Animal Radio. This this bumper makes me feel really old. <laughs> what year is it? Fine Young Cannibals. It's got to be 80s, mid-80s. Of course, Fine Young Cannibals, big cat lovers, as you as you they know. All, they, all, yeah. they all had cats. You say that about everybody. Well, everybody has cats. Oh. I mean, try to find somebody that doesn't have a cat these days. And seriously, they have the burden of proof, okay? So... <laughs> One I'm eight, just talking. Well, yeah, one eight seven. That's what you get paid to do. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Doctor Debbie answering your vet medical questions, as well as your dog behavior questions. Vinny Penn uh, joining us in just a few minutes. He's usually on time with his entire family, who eats all the donuts here. They come in and they eat it. The, I think I was, the, I'm glad one meal just, they have a week. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, I, if it weren't for them, my ass would not be fitting through the newsroom doors. Yes. <laughs> Animal communicator, Joy Turner. But, you know, they leave the, the ones that don't have any sugar on them, the plain ones. Or that don't <laughs> and have, the coconut-covered <laughs> ones that we don't really like anyway. Susan, well, you know who eats the, the coconut is uh, Judy. Yeah. She like she actually picks it off. I love coconut. It tastes like fingernails to me. Oh. Uh, yeah, Bobby, I'm going to turn you on to some of the Stella and Chewies here that you can bring home to the cats. And I know it's dog oh, food. good. All the cats love it here, as you know, at the studio. Well, they're coming out with a new cat line. It should be out very soon. Yes, it should be. Oh, they are? Yes. yes. Isn't that cool? So you can. Have I this- love it, because then I can say Stella and Chewies all the time at house. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a dog. You just have Slater. Is that correct? You have I have, Slater? Well, no. I have my two kitties that actually live with me. And then there's Slater, who thinks he lives with me. Uh, so I actually have three cats. Well, he'll definitely think he lives with you if you have the Stella and Oh, he'll move in permanently. It's uh, it's actually a dog food. We started feeding it to Ladybug way before they ever became a sponsor. Mm-hmm. And it's like patties, little They're chicken patties, yeah. freeze-dried. And you know how they say the raw diet is the best diet for your animals? Sometimes that's mm-hmm. kind of tough if you don't want to cook every day for your animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is all freeze-dried, so you don't have to worry about that. All you do is add the water. If you're a trucker, if you're traveling across the country, listen up. Stella and Chewy's for your dog. And you can get it from the front of AnimalRadio.com. You can call them at 888-477-8977. Or you can visit their website at Stella and Chewy's. Dot com. And the great thing is, is that you don't have to hydrate it with water if you don't want to. Yeah, the cats like it dry. Yeah, you can see like it dry. As a, as a treat. Mm-hmm. Natural goodness for your dogs made with raw USDA inspected meat raised naturally with no added hormones or antibiotics. Get the official food of Animal Radio. Visit StellaAndChewies.com. Okay, so here's my question. Could you, like, add broth to it instead of water? Oh, I do that all yeah. the time. Yeah, he does. I'm just thinking because... Not that water is lacking in flavor, but it would be so much nicer to have like a chicken or a beef broth with it, or a vegetarian broth if that's the way you lean. You know what I did last night is I was cooking what? a chicken breast. I was boiling a chicken breast, and uh-huh. then I took the water, the leftover water from boiling it, and used oh, it to hydrate it. Oh, very good. There say, you go. Be careful that's if you like use, chicken soup. Yeah, be careful you use the broth. Make sure it's low salt because there's a lot of sodium yeah. in that. You oh, don't want yes, to be very, very careful yeah. in the store-bought stuff. Yeah. yeah. Good question. Though. Thank you. <laughs> are you working on news over there in the newsroom, or are you twittering away? What do you got going on? I'm doing both and, and, and updating the latest on the hero firefighter from L.A. You all saw the, 
the dramatic rescue video of him dangling from a helicopter. And we're going to update you on how he's doing and how the dog is doing coming up in the news. Now, is he a single guy? Do we know if he's single? Because I, d- I don't know. I just know he's gotten very, very popular Oh, I'm on sure Facebook. you know. I'm sure that was the first thing you checked, Bobby. You know what? I didn't, but now I'm going to know that you mentioned it. Thanks, Hal. If you want to follow Bobby and the Animal Radio Twitter, head on over to twitter.com slash animal radio, and you could uh, become a follower. Sounds like I know what I'm talking about there, sort of. Yes. Yeah, Doesn't of. it? I believed you. I did that once. I went over and, and checked the Twitter thing out. I still And I wrote something, but apparently you can only do 140 characters. Yeah. Yes. I can't do anything that short, as evidenced by this break here. I think that was the day that Twitter crashed because of somebody online. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. Okay. Heading to the phones right now. Mike Delena is joining us. Mike, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good. Where are we calling you today? We are in Phoenix. Beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. And you have created a website called findmydogadate.com. Yes, sir. Yeah. Can you tell us the story, how this all came together? Was it a happy hour? (laughs) festivity no actually we just guessed uh, way too many margaritas it was very thought out um my friend who had another dog lived with me for a couple years and my dog and his dog became best friends and about a year ago he got ill and ended up moving back to his home state and uh left my dog and myself alone that was pretty much her last friend in town um, so she was lonely. She gave me the sad face when I got home from work. I think everybody knows that yeah. face. Oh, yeah. Um, and basically, I had nobody for her to play with. So I searched online, you know, went to Craigslist, um, tried to do, like, meetup groups, and nothing was really legitimate, and a lot of people were flaky. So I thought, you know, why not just start a website where you could post a picture of your animal and what you were looking for and then meet up with other people. That's pretty wow. much how it started. So, so you head on over to the website where you put in your zip code, or how do you how do, you do that? You register. It's completely free you type in information about your dog you know the dog's weight name upload a picture and then you can search by zip code basically um or you can search by a breed you can search by anything and everything you can get as specific as you want or as general as you want so it's not just in phoenix no um there's a lot of people registered in san diego los angeles um but pretty much the southwest right now now nor- <laughs> normally i would go to like a dog park to to get my dog to meet other dogs uh are a lot of people doing this um, we have about a thousand members right now, and we have local meetups at uh, at dog parks as well. We try to do one about month, once a month. Oh, cool! Um, but the, I think what's cool is people can go on and let's say they want their Westie to only play with another Westie. They can oh. search just by the breed. So I know when you go to the dog park, it's kind of just you know a shot in the hole, and you can kind of find someone if you want. But you know you never know if you're going to be compatible with those people. So it's kind of unique where you can search for what you want online. You know, I was looking for something like that because I have a, a little dog. She's about six pounds, and I was looking for a playmate. And I went to the dog park, and it was just huge labs that just overwhelmed exactly. her. Exactly. Perfect example. Yeah, so I can find her at date. And you can search by weight, too. So there's like oh. uh, there's a weight category, I think, 15 and below. So you can yeah. filter out everybody you don't even want to look at. Uh-huh. So She'll yeah, only you, play with certain breeds. Is that correct? You know, she's not a Chihuahua. She's, she's a mix of Jack Russell and Miniature Pinscher, but, but she, she loves chihuahuas. chihuahuas. She's very particular yes, she is. I think she thinks. Well, I think she thinks she's a Chihuahua because everybody calls her Chihuahua. What so. kind of dog is she? She's 50% Jack Russell, uh, 25% Min Pin, and 25% Maltese, and she weighs six pounds. Oh, wow. And she can jump six feet tall. Yeah, that's tiny. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a cool idea. So you, you, did you find a date for your dog? I did. Um, since the holidays, we've kind of been out of touch, but uh, I met a girl about my age. I'm, I'm quite young. 
uh, 26. Well, I guess it depends on who you're talking to. But Oh, wait, um, wait, wait. You, you met a girl dog or you met a girl? <laughs> oh, I met a girl who's got a oh, girl dog. I get, how, I get what this is all about. Oh, I'm, already, I'm already taken. I'm, okay. I'm engaged. This is just for my dog, just for friends. But she happens to be in my age group, so we get along very well. We're friends. Um, but no, nothing like that, you guys. So don't, your, your fiancé doesn't have a problem with this? She does not have a problem with it, no. She's uh, very understanding. <laughs> yeah. Everybody asks me that. That's really funny. <laughs> well, you, would, you wouldn't suggest it being a good place just to meet people that have dogs? Uh, well, a lot, of, a lot of people ask, you know, is it a good place to meet people? Um, huh? I, I don't know. I shy away from that. That's not the point of the site, sure. but some people may use it for that. Um, that's obviously not the purpose of the site, though. It's find my dog a date, not find me a date. <laughs> okay, okay. I just hearing your life Good story point. there and how, how it goes. It sounds like a great idea, and I'm going to go check it out after the show. And of I'm course, I'm going to register. Judy's already checking it out right now. She wants to totally free to go register. It's just for fun. So. Register my little ladybug. Yes. Where are you guys located? We're in Central California, in San Luis Obispo County. Oh, okay. FindMyDogAdate.com. FindMyDogAdate.com. Of course, we link to everything you've heard on today's show at AnimalRadio.com. Mike Delena, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. appreciate it. More Animal Radio on the way. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guests at AnimalRadio.com. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Did you know that your dog could have intestinal worms even if he's on a heartworm prevention program? For more complete protection, deworm your dog twice a year with Broad Spectrum Safeguard Canine Dewormer. To find out more, visit www.safeguardfordogs.com. As you all know, many, many emails. I would like to address two most common for the last few weeks, okay. which I received. People asking me, Vladi, what the heck dog training color you are always recommending? And my answer would be... Herm Springer, it's a German, Herm Springer dog training colors. Very humane, very gentle, create a gentle grip through the neck, imitate a doggy mama bite, will not hurt, will not harm your pets. And this is the would be starting point of dealing with unruly pets. I highly suggest you get for your little terrorist pinch color. We can keep complaining or we can take the actions. This is the only color I solely approve. They are very humane. What is the name of Prong color with quick release by company Herm Springer. And that's spelled H-E-R-M-S-P-R-E-N-G-E-R. And, of course, we have links at the Animal Radio website. Got it. Sometimes people are crazy. Dogs are okay. That's for sure. <laughs> It's another new year, and your debt is higher than ever. Credit card balances that keep growing. Rising medical bills. Maybe you lost your job, or you're afraid of losing your home. That's the bad news. But you can work through your debt problems with help from Credit Card Relief. No, we're not a consolidation loan. Not another one of those credit counseling deals. And not bankruptcy. We're Credit Card Relief. We've been helping people just like you for nearly a decade. If you're struggling with too much credit card debt, call us for a free consultation. Call Credit Card Relief right now. The consultation is free and the relief is real. Call 866-800-5252. That's credit card relief. 866-800-5252. 866-800-5252. This is Animal Radio. Hey, it's Vinny Penn coming at you. You're a party animal. Got together in New York City the other day uh, to uh, meet up with a girlfriend of mine going way back. She shows up with a, she's got a new dog. 
puffy. I don't know if it's a, a, a ditty thing. I really don't know. Uh, and I immediately accused her of being Paris Hilton or a Paris Hilton wannabe, rather, to which she deflected and shot back that I was a Rick Springfield wannabe when she first met me. And, and I used to have a working class dog T-shirt. And she claims I got my first dog because of Rick Springfield's love for dogs, which has been something we've fans of his have known for a million years. And I had quite a few things to say to that. One, first and foremost, Rick's got a great new album out and it's called Venus in Overdrive and it kicks ass. Uh, but two... Isn't it funny how we associate certain animals with certain celebrities? I don't think I ever really realized it until today. Here she was with this tiny little dog, and I immediately associated her with Paris Hilton. She immediately associated me with a certain type of dog with Rick Springfield. Uh, another friend of ours has a pig, and we're constantly making George Clooney jokes. <laughs> That's not really true. But you do. You associate pigs with George Clooney. Uh, whenever the subject of neutering or spaying comes up, you think Bob Barker. You also think Bob Barker uh, when you think of old men hitting on 25-year-old girls, too. But that's besides the point. Uh, the fact of the matter is celebrities carry such clout in what they could do with a certain uh, animal type. I know back when Michael J. Fox did the voice for Stuart Little. For the longest time, he was associated in that way. And even Mel Gibson back in the day when he did uh, the movie. I'm trying to think of the movie he did right now um, with the chickens. And they were trying to make a break for it. Uh, and you associated him with that long before you associated him with DUIs and other horrific stances and beliefs. But these celebrities are linked to there's got to be a board game in this where it, six degrees of animal separation, where you can just kind of link up the specific animal to the specific celebrity. And as far-reaching as you can get, I thought of snakes, and you think of Snake Plissken, Kurt Russell from Escape from New York. There, there, I've got to get in touch with Parker Brothers, because there is a board game in this. And if ever a specific animal is in danger or whatever, you could just associate a celebrity with, get a celebrity campaign behind it, and the fans of that celebrity will, will just come, you know, rushing in. I mean, I mean, look at uh, Siegfried and Roy with the White Tigers. And granted, uh, we've discovered they're not the most gentle of creatures, but... Uh Again, besides the point, let's try to think of some other... I'd love to get emails on this. Email Vinny at Animal Radio. I'd love to... Send me your lists. I'll follow up on this one. Uh, associate the celebrity with the specific animal. And the crazier the animal, the better. If you can get into, like, ferrets or, or things of that nature and, and who is uh, really associated with them. I know I was watching that show... Um, it's complicated. On the E! Network. Did you you didn't hear that, uh, Denise Richards? It's complicated. Her home is a veritable farm. They say Charlie Sheen and her broke up for this reason, that reason. They had to break up because I think she's got pigs. She she actually has pigs. And associating Denise Richards with the word pig, uh, that's not a big leap. Let's play the game. Six degrees of animal separation. Vinnie Penn, party animal. Animal Radio. Hi, this is Bob Barker on Animal Radio, reminding you to help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or neutered. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Iron Chef Cat Cora on Animal Radio. Please adopt a pet. 
If all the pictures on your cell phone, in your wallet, or of your animal, then you've landed at the right place. That is Animal Radio. 1-866-405-8405. Paula, what's your Australian Shepherd's name? Hawk. What is it? Hawk for short. Hawk. His whole name hawk. is Black Hawk. Black Hawk. Oh, Hawk. Hawk. Okay, Black Hawk. So, how's Hawk today? What's going on with Hawk? Um, he, well, he has a lot of background history, and I don't know how much you need me to go into, but he is a year old now. Um, he was received by my son-in-law and daughter when he was six weeks old. They bought him. And he was a great puppy, and he still is a great dog, very loving to the family. Um, but he um, got abused. My daughter had a baby, and she was just not able to take care of it. My son-in-law got deployed to Iraq, so it was just her and the baby, and she wasn't able to take care of it. <clears throat> and she was living with us, so... Another member of his family offered to take care of him, and she went over there to see him, and his collar had grown into his skin. Oh, oh so dear. He had some abuse. Mm-hmm. So we got him back to our residence, and I think he was chained there as well. But now he will not let anyone in our house except our immediate family. Mm-hmm. I mean, anybody tries to come to the door, we have to. It takes two of us to hold him by his collar. Mm-hmm. And he has snapped at our friends, and we just don't know what to do to get him to accept people into the household. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. And and definitely, that becomes a huge safety issue for visiting family and friends. And, I mean, you have every right to definitely be concerned here because um, this is potentially a very dangerous situation for everyone, um, including him. Um, Yes, and he's a very loving dog to us. I mean, he's just like putty in your hands. I mean, he's just (laughs) wonderful. So tell me, is, is um, is he neutered or is he intact? Yes, he is neutered. And then you said you you were concerned that he was chained or tethered down in it with a like a leash um, at the previous owners. Is that something that was going on? Especially when we have a collar embedded in the neck, that usually happens from a pet being unattended for periods of time with a either a collar or a leash on. And it's gosh, it's one of the reasons why tethering is such a um, such a huge issue with animal humane uh, organizations because it, it creates not only a pet who's left alone for long periods of time, um, but it also creates a lot of anxiety problems. A lot of aggression problems can be amplified. Yeah. And um, it is really, um, it's a horrible practice. And for anyone who does this, it, it is really, there's a lot of laws out there now. And it is something that we are trying to watch because it creates a whole population of dogs that become poor dog citizens and um, it's really at the hands of the humans that these pets are created that way well we just the you know the people and his family that offered to take care of him we had no idea they would live in another state about three hours from us and we had no idea he was being Mm -hmm. chained and obviously they weren't taking care of him or they would have noticed 
at some mm-hmm. point in time that the collar had grown into him, but he was probably about three or four months old when that happened. And he mm-hmm. just with them, I guess, for about two months. So. Okay. Well, I think the the big issue here is we have a, a pet that has an aggressive tendency, and there's a lot of different triggers for that. Um, with a pet that has a tethering history, you know, that creates a whole area of protectionism. Um, so they feel like they have to protect their immediate surroundings. And when you tether a dog, it makes that instinct even stronger that they have to protect their surroundings, everything within that zone of that, that leash. So for pets that have this, you know, I'm, first of all, I'm going to encourage you to work with a professional trainer hands on with the pet because this type of aggression um, and this kind of background can be very challenging. Um, but we basically are going to need to work on uh, setting um, some training methods up um, that we can start to work on teaching him calming um, behaviors and gradually work up to things where people come to the door, where newcomers come into the home. But we want to do that and control his behavior and control his reactions as much as possible. Um, so that's going to really take the hand of someone working with you directly. And, um, you know, there's sometimes there's things that I'll tell you you can do over the phone, but this is really going to be one of those because um, the tethering issue really throws an extra wrench into things. And in, in fact, for dogs that have aggression and that bite people, they look at all the factors that cause it. And tethering is one of a huge contribution for pets that have problem bites along the way. So um, we're working against a lot of things that even for a short time um, that have instinctually gone on. Um, pets have a lot of anxiety when they're tethered. So um, if he's if you're answering the door and someone's coming in and he's getting worked up, we have to work at training that anti-anxiety behavior. So basically training him to sit on a command, sit in a special area, and gradually we're going to work up to where we have people coming into the home and practice that behavior of having him sit and stay. So if knocking on the door sets him off and he's going wild and barking, that's we have to go below that level. So we have to get him so he practices that behavior and then he starts to know that someone's at the door, he hears it. Um, but it really is going to take a lot of a lot of hands-on work in getting there. And in some cases, you know, we'll work with some um, anti-anxiety medication that we may use to help him through this. But it's really going to be a matter of hands-on training and, and working through some of those very bad experiences that he had along the way. If you don't have a trainer, you can head on over to animalradio.com. You'll be able to find a trainer there. Just type it in the search engine looking for a certified trainer. Okay. Okay? We can help you during the week. You can call us. This phone number is open all week long at 1-866-405-8405. Perhaps you don't want to go on the air during the weekend or you want to email us. You can do that at yourvoiceatanimalradio.com. We're the most accessible dream team of animal experts in the industry. is Animal Radio Network. Hey, this is Brian DeCillo. I play Lucas Roberts on Days of Our Lives. You're listening to Animal Radio. And please don't forget to have your pets spayed or neutered. That's my favorite thing from Bob Barker, by the way. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Blue Buffalo, makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. 
You love them like family, so feed them like family with blue. And if you could only see the studios right now, well, especially Bobby's studio, she she has a blue lava lamp she keeps in there just to <laughs> commemorate blue as a sponsor. Blue Buffalo, we feed our cats that, and they absolutely love it. one 405 to talk to anyone on the Dream Team. Got a medical question? Dr. Debbie is the one to answer it for you. She's our vet. You the got it. Yeah. And I believe we're going to six. Hi, Jim. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. I'm, uh, I've got a mix. It's a like a dachshund uh, poodle mix. And sometimes when we, or well, no, most of the time when we let her out, it seems like she doesn't want to come in. We'll call her. We'll, we'll try to entice her to come in. And she'll just sit there and look at us. Okay. <laughs> yeah. and, and does she? I mean, it's crazy. What, what do you do then when she's doing this? Well, a lot of, we've got two dogs, and sometimes we'll let the little dog out, and she'll run around them, and then they'll both come back in. But for some okay. reason, it's like she needs a special invitation or something. And, and do you ever go out and actually have to physically bring her in? We've done that before, yep. Okay. And we'll how does she react to, to that? Does she let you pick her up, or does she try to run away from you? She'll usually let us pick her up. Okay. Well, you know, partly she may want an invitation, but the other part of this is that I would say is that she really needs to have a little more direction. And uh, for some dogs, just letting them out to do their business and come back in is great because they kind of get the whole system down. Um, she may like it out there. She may be having a good time. For her, the motivation to stay outside sounds great. So why do we want to go inside? Just like those little kids playing in the alleyway, you know, they're playing kick the can. They don't want to come in. So we need to just kind of be that kind of hand that reaches out and this may mean that you need to take her out on a leash and actually take her out to do her biz and bring her back in and set that pattern and using your voice commands you know in the house come whatever voice commands that you have taught her so far uh, when you're doing leash training and help to reassert that when you go outside and we're done if you're done with your business we're going back inside um and that's different than if you've left her outside and she's outside playing for the afternoon and then all of a sudden you want her in because for some dogs unless you have that direct hand on them and a leash is equivalent to the hand so if you have yeah. that leash on her you can bring her in it's kind of like the long arm of the law <laughs> you know yeah um but otherwise if she's not reacting uh, aggressively negatively uh, you know other than just kind of having her stare at you perplexingly uh you know i don't see any harm in that behavior other than you know it could set up for a dog that chooses to do her own uh will if you will <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, she is like that, but she's a very smart dog. That's why I don't understand why we can't train her to to come in the house when we want her to. She's got your number. We need to have a better control on the situation where we can direct her behaviors and tell her, come inside, and then make that actually happen in a physical way, not yanking her by the scruff or kicking her or doing anything crazy like that, but we want to just be able to control that situation. Does she sleep in bed with you, Jim? Is she what? Does she sleep in bed with you? Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. She thinks yeah. she's the boss. That, yeah. Does that take away some of our power by... Absolutely. It they does. They think they're human. 
Yeah, well, you're kind of on even playing ground then if, you know, if she's sleeping in the bed with you. And I know, what, 85% of our listeners probably have their pets in the bed with them. Um, but for some dogs, it can be a problem where they just kind of forget who's in charge because, you know, they're sleeping in the nice, you know, duvet and, you know, they got their little warm bed there and uh, they've got control of their whole world. So, yeah, the simple thing is uh, take back the leash and, and start to control that situation when you take her in and in, in and outdoors and uh, you'll find that that will help to remind her that yeah. this is the program and this is what we're supposed to do. Good luck okay. with that, Jim. I appreciate your time today. All right. Thank you. Coming up in today's show, Emmy Lou Harris joining us in just a few minutes. Love her. The whole gang is here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions and your behavior questions. If you have one, give us a call right now at one 405 8405 or perhaps you'd like to talk to animal communicator Joy Turner or satirist Vinnie Penn, Susan Sims, publisher of Vital Friendly, by the way, and she comes on every week. She has giveaways, I think, again. This is Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio. Welcome. It's Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets, as we do every weekend. Have done that for more more than eight years now. Forever. Seems like forever. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions and your dog behavior questions. Uh, Vinnie Penn bringing the ha-ha. Animal communicator Joy Turner. Susan Sims with Fido-Friendly Travel Talk. And Bobby working on news. Uh, Britt Savage. And soon, Joey Volani from Groomer Has It and uh, Dogs 101. We'll be joining the Animal Radio Zoo crew just a couple of weeks away. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Blue Buffalo, makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You love them like family, so feed them like family with Blue. Bobby, what do you got coming up in the news? We're going to take a look at Michael Vick's new TV show. Well, just Uh. a brief look. Because we have to be fair and balanced here at Animal Radio. Now, is he actually getting paid to do a TV show? You know, I don't want to use the P word because I don't know. But uh, I'm not going to really push what network it's on and when it's on. Because I really don't think that this man is sincere. That's my personal opinion. But we will have his actual words as quoted by the Associated Press. And we're waiting for a made-for-TV movie on that, by the way. I don't think he has to wait four years before signing a deal like Balloon Boy. No. Unbelievable. That's just wrong. It is wrong. It's almost as wrong as the picture on our website of the cat with the cigarette dangling from its lower lip. Yeah, check that out. Cal, did you do that in Photoshop? (laughs) Photoshop? No. We actually stuck a cigarette in Boogs the Studio. (laughs) What, what really shocked You're us is... You're going to get in trouble. And I'm, I'm getting secondhand smoke. I'm yeah, a little pissed off about from that. Cat. Yeah, I quit smoking and I'm getting secondhand At smoke from my cat. At least he's smoking a filtered tip, though. I've noticed. It's not a camel, so... I'm sorry, that just cracked me up. I had to throw that out there because it amused me. <laughs> Coming up in today's show, Emmy Lou Harris joining us in just a few minutes. Love her. Yeah, you. I bet you do. I see that uh, in your, you're always playing it. Inside your booth there. You have your Twitter going on and your you face and your whatever you got going on. And I hear Emmy Lou. Judy, let me ask you something. Uh, yeah. Does Hal still use a rotary phone? <laughs> I mean, seriously, the man is so technologically inept. And I mean that in the nicest possible way. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Let me tell you. He my, still has an 8-track player. And it's all, all my 8-tracks are in mint condition. Okay. The whole gang is here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions and your behavior questions. If you have one, give us a call right now at 1-866-405-8405. Or perhaps you'd like to talk to animal communicator Joy Turner or 
satirist Vinnie Penn, Susan Sims. She's the publisher of Fido Friendly, by the way, and she comes on every week. She has giveaways, I think, again. Bobby, our news director, she's our social networking butterfly, and she does the whole Twitter thing, and she's really the electronic arm from Animal Radio. That's I'm the one who knows how to use the push-button stuff, Hal. Let's <laughs> Thank put God. it that way. I'm Somebody in the 21st does. century. <laughs> Bridge Savage is here. Judy is answering phones, as well as producing the show. Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, and Boog, the studio stunt cat, all here. I'm Hal. 1-866-405-8405. Hi, Julie. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. Where are you today? Um, I'm in uh, Woodland Hills, California. Lovely. Are you listening on Coast or XM? I'm on Coast. Okay. How can we help you today? Well, I have a uh, silky terrier and um, sweet little guy, but he and he's uh, seven years old, and he has developed a um, like a, he scratches and he chews and he's pulled out some of his hair. Some of his hair is like broken off, and he's such a pretty little guy because he's got. I keep his hair long. And oh, I'm, the true silky look, then, huh? Yeah, yeah. And I've I've gone over him, you know, with a flea comb. So I, you know, I'm always on top of any flea problem, which he really doesn't seem to have. And his skin is not dry. He doesn't seem to have any dry skin at all. And I don't know what this scratching and chewing is. I mean, he's been okay. doing. Are there certain for- areas on his body where he's chewing? Um, no, not really. I mean, during the summertime, I mean, he he did have some flea bites, but I mean. There's no flea bites on him now. Yeah, I noticed on his stomach during the summertime when we had flea problems. But um, I just, you know, I, I really keep on top of, of looking for fleas on him. And I give yeah, him a bath. I bathe him like once a week. Okay. And um, as far as are you currently using a flea product? No, I'm not. Okay, because um, it would definitely, even though you're not seeing them, I always like to make sure if we're in a flea environment and we have a pet that is um, scratching and having hair coat problems, um, indoors fleas can live just fine. So I want to make sure that we're on uh, more of a year-round protection, especially if we're having this kind of uh, scratching, itching thing, because one little flea bite can last weeks. And um, so even if we're not having a huge burden of fleas, we could have a lot of the itch. So... Um, that would be one thing I'd make sure we're, we're still very aggressive about that. I, I've used um, that like advantage and, you know, that stuff. And I just, I don't know, it bothers me because when they put that on him, I mean, one time, I mean, that took my nail polish off my nails. And I'm just yeah, wondering what yeah. it's doing to him. And it's, I, I, well, it's just that it's, toxic chemicals really bother me. <laughs> Yeah, and we, I guess we have kind of the, the, the pros and cons of, you know, if we have fleas, we need to find some type of treatment for that that we're comfortable with. Now, there are certain things you can use in the home. There are certain types of medications that can be given orally. Um, and then there's the topical type medicine. So, you know, there's there's definitely different things. And I would talk to the veterinarians in your area what they are comfortable using because, you know, if you're not comfortable using a topical product, there may be an alternative that, that um, is available to you you. Um, but beyond the fleas, you know, as far as itching in dogs, you know, we kind of always kind of lump a whole category of skin problems that are allergies. And sometimes pets can really have allergies and sometimes they have infections and other problems there. But I would say that this would really warrant um, looking into things a 
bit more. Um, you know, I can certainly recommend things like fatty acids um, or antihistamines to help with some mild itching. But um, this really would warrant, uh, you know, a trip to your vet, make sure we don't have fleas, and then maybe talk about doing some sampling from our skin and see which direction we need to go because there's really a lot that we can do in, uh, in the dermatology world, world for dogs if it's something nutritional we need to go towards and go towards a fatty acid or a zinc supplement um, or if we need to... Food, because I I was feeding him that uh, dog food. I well, for one thing, I give him I cook chicken for him. I boil chicken, skinless, boneless chicken breast. I give him that, and then his dry food. I was giving him that candid, mm-hmm. and so I stopped doing that. I thought maybe it's the food, and so mm-hmm. now I've yeah. got him on Avaderm. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he's still, you know, he's still doing the, the scratching business. Okay. And the truth is with any kind of food change that we do for the purposes of uh, presuming a food allergy is we have to do it for a month to two months. We need to make sure there's nothing else besides, like, the chicken you're cooking, but even the little treats, the biscuits, um, anything that he might be ingesting will throw off that whole test of that food if he's getting even the slightest little nibble of other things along the way. So I just make sure we reexamine that. And then, you know, I would like to see you really um, maybe talk to your vet and see about using a hypoallergenic level of diet. Um, there's some great hydrolyzed protein diets that your vet can recommend um, that are basically um, utilized as food for the dog, but they kind of sneak past their immune system in their intestinal tract. And for a pet that might have a food allergy, um, that can be a great uh, a great avenue to go. So I, I think we could do a lot more, but I would really want to see. I mean, I, I love talking to I'm glad you're asking my advice, but I think you really need to start working with a veterinarian um, to work out some of these different things so that we can get you on the right track. I know we're working on the technology right now, Julie, so that you can just hold your animal up to the speaker. But we we haven't perfected it yet, unfortunately. With the Internet, we might be able to get there. You never know. (laughs) Thank you for your call today. Good luck. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team. This is Animal Radio. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Phyto-Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each bi-monthly issue includes hotel and destination reviews, health and wellness topics, dog training advice, and the latest fashion trends. You can find Phyto-Friendly magazine at Borders, Barnes & Noble, PetSmart, and Petco, or simply go online to phytofriendly.com and subscribe today. Phyto-Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the only magazine your dog will thank you for. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org.
Attention car owners, if your vehicle has less than 125,000 miles or if your current warranty is about to expire, this message is for you. You can now get extended coverage for your vehicle at much lower rates than dealers offer. Logic Car Care has set up a special toll-free number so you can get a free, no-obligation quote direct. You pick the repair shop and we'll pick up the bill. Plus, receive free 24-hour roadside assistance. Call for your free quote now. 800-238-9082. That's 800-238-9082. Call 800-238-9082. Hi, this is Rue McClanahan on Animal Radio. Spay and neuter your pet. one 405 Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions, your behavior questions. Animal communicator Joy Turner is here. Susan Sims, Bobby working on news. A couple of weeks away, Joey Volani from Animal Planets Programs will be joining the zoo crew, so we're very excited about that. He's he's, he's a Jersey guy. He is a Jersey guy. You're a Jersey girl, aren't I you? I am a Jersey. You wouldn't know it. No. You no, wouldn't. you have no accent oh, there. No. Yeah. He's like the second Italian that is yeah. joining the zoo crew. Of course, yes. we have Bobby, who's... Uh, does she have her headphones on? Can she hear? She can't hear. No, she's she can't twittering hear it now. But let me tell you, just just between you and me, I think Bobby has a crush on him. I think he's a married man, and I, I know don't she's know cleaning if he up. Is. We'll have to find out. Yeah. Let, let me just tell you, you don't want to dip the pen in company ink, okay? You've got to keep everything. Hey, Hopefully you're not speaking from experience, Aaron. No, of course not. one 405 Hi, Glee. Hi, Hal. How are you? Good. How are you doing today? Good. How can we help you? Dr. Debbie's right here. I want... Uh, now, my boyfriend is going to try to get my birth. They are learning to talk, but we cannot understand what they're trying to say. <laughs> okay. And if you could tell me a little bit what they're trying to say. I know they say pretty bird, and that's it. I'll have to put you on speakerphone, Okay. Okay. okay, so we're trying to decipher what your birds are trying to say. Yeah, okay. and I can't decipher it all because this is about the time of evening they get really talkative. Okay. And they want okay. us a little bit. Okay. Okay. We're Just ready. Just talk to them. Okay. I'll, let me see if I can get... They might, their names are Chris and Katrina. Chris and Katrina, okay. Okay. Chris, come here, talk to me. Hey, Chris. Katrina. Chris and Katrina. Hello. Hmm. They're being their stubborn self. <laughs> like a little kid. I guess so. Hmm. Yeah. Let me take that yeah. Oh, I heard him whistle. Yeah. Are you showing them a picture of me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't Hell. know. I don't know. They really like my boyfriend. And he can get them to go on. They've, they've been doing this thing like they're laughing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Are they watching a lot of TV? I mean, is it Jay Leno? Is that, are they laughing? Let's put that away. Okay. All right. Well, well, Glee, um, you know, as far as translating what they're saying might be hard to do. Um, but we know that birds try to mimic sounds that they're in their environment. So, um, especially if we're teaching a bird to talk, um, we try to find sounds that are appealing to them. So, you know, there's probably something either in your voice or in your boyfriend's voice, um, in different words that have been said that they've heard that they will try to repeat. Now, it, it becomes a little challenging. I'm assuming these two birds are together? Yeah. And okay. you don't really like her too well either. Uh, who doesn't like her? Chris doesn't really like Katrina that well because he will pick at her. Oh, well, they don't get along. Okay, huh? well, he that happens, you know. For birds to to be good talkers, um, a lot of times we have better success when a bird is housed alone. And part of the reason is the talking behavior is kind of a kind of a pair uh, behavior. So it's kind of something that um, 
birds would do together as mates. So if we have a single bird in a home, sometimes, you know, when we spend that extra efforts to getting that bird to talk, we'll have better success than if we have multiple birds within one enclosure. Now, and every bird's different. Some will talk more readily, especially the boys. The boys tend to be better talkers um, with cockatiels. So, um, I don't know that I'll be able to be the cockatiel um, translator here, but I would definitely look to see when you're speaking to your birds, if there's certain tones that you're using, certain words that you're saying, if you see them showing interest, moving their mouth, or starting to make sounds, keep repeating those words. Um, but as far as to try to figure out what they're saying after the fact, it's a little hard. It's a little bit hard to go backwards, but watch their behaviors. And if there's something they're finding appealing and showing interest in, then keep saying those words and then we'd focus on uh, repeating that. So hopefully they're good words and we're not using any swear words or anything <laughs> bad in that way. <laughs> Call us when they, when they want to talk again. And if, if, I may have to record it. Yeah, if you can record it, we'd love to hear what they sound like. And of course, if you can get them to say we love animal radio, there's prizes. Oh, in yeah. <laughs> oh, we'd be all over that, yes. Thanks for your call, Glee. 1 405 Hey, very cool thing I want to tell you about on, on this uh, installment of Party Animal with your host, Vinnie Penn. That's me. Yeah, I'm sure you animal lovers out there are well aware of this, but for those of you who aren't, I, I'm very excited to bring this to your attention. My sister and her children were visiting for the past two weeks uh, at the end of the summer here, and they put their new dog, Ringo, in a video kennel, and they were able to log on every day and check on Ringo. Uh, the The camera was aimed right at me. I heard my nephews, Ricky and Jay, what, Ringo's sleeping, Ma, look at Ringo sleeping. I mean, this is great for all of those people out there who still have a little bit of paranoia when it comes to, uh, you know, leaving the peppy. I, you know, all you do is have the kennel owner's words when you go back. I mean... The fact of the matter is, uh, kennels are, are fantastic. There's more than enough loving kennels out there. But every once in a while, you know, you hear your horror stories. There wouldn't be 2020 or primetime live without those kinds of horror stories. What would Barbara Walters do outside of the view? Uh, um, but it was great now. There was so much peace of mind. The boys were worried about the, the, the Ringo every day. And to be able to tune in in the morning and watch him in action, watch him chasing a ball, uh, was great. I mean, every day... They started off in a great mood, except for the day I had to explain to them what dry humping was and why Ringo was behaving in that manner. But uh, my sister Julie says they're going to resolve that issue as soon as they get home. Um, uh, but nonetheless, it, what a beautiful thing to be able to tune in and see him playing and log in and and uh, their video kennels. Uh, they live out in Nevada, out in Las Vegas. So you'd think... The boys would know about dry humping already, especially Ricky. He's 12 uh, and living in Vegas. Uh, but they've got to be all over. And if they aren't, they're definitely something that's going to be happening. Video kennels, it's peace of mind for a couple of dollars. Even if it's not a couple of dollars, it is peace of mind for your pet. Vinnie Penn, Party Animal on Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. <laughs> You can't say that on the air now, can you? No, I uh -oh. can't. Let's just say I have two ears and I'm looking at Hal and only one of them is up. So you get the picture. See, we're wearing ears on our headphones. They uh -huh. have five bunny ears on my headphones. And Judy, had, what are those? Are those dog ears or mouse ears? They're, they're more like mouse ears, but I put one down and left one up. It looked like a uh, a symbol of yeah. sorts. Okay, let's move on. 
1-866-405-8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team. Dr. Debbie's here. She's answering your medical and behavior questions. Vinnie Penn with the Ha Ha. Animal communicator Joy Turner, Susan Sims, Bobby and Britt. And uh, I believe we're going to which one? Like Mine. Four? Is it four Let's or three? go to four. Hi, Laura. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for taking my call. I have animal communicator Joy Turner here for you. I, we adopted a miniature schnauzer from Rescue Center, and I wanted to know, his name is Sarge. I wanted to know, was he happy? Because sometimes I don't think he is. <laughs> uh, if there's anything that we can do to make him happy, if he's not. And a bit about his previous life that might would help us out. He says he thinks that these are a whole lot of questions for him to answer. He says he thinks he's as happy as he can be at the moment. There's a lot he doesn't understand about his home with you. So how long has he been with you, Laura? November 23rd. Okay. Um, He's apparently come from a much different background than the one he's living with now with you. So Uh he's going to need you to explain to him things like what's expected of him things he can do, things he can't do, things you like that he's doing, things you want him to change, all of those kinds of ways of life that you have because he sees your way of life as very different from before. I don't know. He can pretty much do anything he wants to do without being destructive. I was wondering if he thought maybe he would want a companion. The reason I ask is because I showed him the mirror and we was playing around with the mirror and he wanted to stay like he saw the dog and wanted to stay. So I was wondering if he wanted a companion, another companion, get another dog. He's pretty much going to rule the roost, whatever he wants. Okay. Um, okay. Well, that's going to not work really well for him in the beginning to rule the roost, whatever he uh-huh. wants. Because, for instance, when he saw the other dog, he thought, well, he would understand the other dog. Uh-huh. where he's not real sure about what's happening with your lifestyle right now. So right. that's getting another dog would bond him probably more to the other dog than you. So if you don't care about that, that could be a good idea. If you wanted him bonded more to you, then you probably want to spend some time sitting down with him and saying, okay, Sarge, we drive trucks, and this is what this means. Here's what your day will look like, and here are the kinds of things that are considered good behaviors and the kinds of things that are considered bad behaviors. And here are the kinds of things you should never do. Here are the kinds of things you can do when you always want to. For instance, a never do would be peeing in the truck. Right. So you have he to... hasn't done that, so he's, you know, right. he stop a lot to let him out. So. It isn't that he would pee in the truck. It's just that he. this is such a different lifestyle for him. He doesn't know what's expected. So... It's very common in your mind for you to know what to do. It's not Uh common in his for him to know. Okay. Just sit down and explain what you do want him to do instead of what you don't Uh want him to do. Okay. Okay, Laura, give that a shot. Hopefully that helps there. You had a lot of questions there. Unfortunately, we don't have that much time. Thank you for calling today. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team. Was that rude? No. There's news about a couple of veterinary... uh, I guess these are injection, injectable drugs that are being recalled. Butorphanol. Is it butorphanol? Butorphanol. Butorphanol and ketamine. What are they? 
Well, they're both anesthetic agents um, that we use in practice. And yeah, this this recall is kind of interesting because uh, so far I haven't heard of anybody who's found any of the lots that are affected, but there's this big hub out there about the, the recalled product. Is I it, haven't seen a problem with it here. But. Is this something that's normally used as an anesthetic for, yeah, for um, surgery or something? Yeah, some of it, um, the Torbutrol can be used as a kind of a, what we call a pre-medication before surgery. Mm-hmm. And ketamine is often used in uh, cats as far as particularly for some of the anesthetic procedures. So, yeah, they're, they're used for dogs and cats. And, um, you know, like I said, there's a, there's a lot of concern about the recall. Fortunately for all the veterinarians in my, you know, network, I have not heard of anyone who's witnessed a problem or had a problem. So, um, you know, I think it's a, g- a good measure and it's good caution. But, uh, you know, I, I think... Uh, most pets are perfectly fine, and uh, you know, I talk to anyone's vet if they had a question about that. Okay. Well, Bobby's going to be reporting on the news uh, that in the news coming up in just a few minutes, as well as a recall—not a recall, a warning—for uh, consumers who bought dog treats made by Merrick. I guess they're Merrick Beef Fillet Squares. Hasn't been recalled yet, but Salmonella may be in this product, and she has all the details coming up. Also, Michael Vick back on TV. Ah. Oh, get rid of this guy. Waiting for the made-for-TV movie (laughs) already. I'd like not to report about him anymore. That would would make my day. We need a big hook to pull him off the stage and off the center of attention. (laughs) Same (laughs) with the gong show. Well, they use the same thing right here at the end of the two hours uh, that I have. (laughs) They pull me out of here. This Healthy Helping of Animal Radio is brought to you by Blue Buffalo, makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You love them like family, so feed them like family with Blue. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter made from whole kernel corn. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. The FDA has issued public recall notices for two veterinary drugs made by an Israeli-based company after the reported deaths of five cats. The recall notices from December referred to two commonly used injectable drugs, butorphanol and ketamine. The problem is not only the recall based on adverse effects by the products made by Teva Pharmaceutical Industries, but the fact that the first one issued by the FDA was back in September. However, few vets or pet owners heard about the initial recall, and almost none had ever heard of Teva Animal Health in Missouri until it was shut down by the FDA back in July for multiple violations in manufacturing practices. According to the San Francisco Chronicle, it was difficult to find any information about the pharmaceutical company, even on the FDA's official website. Vets and pet owners are finding several kinks in the information links made them the last to know about this crucial flaw in those pharmaceutical products. Convicted dog killer Michael Vick is telling his side of the story, thanks to his reality show, The Michael Vick Project. The show carried on BET followed the admitted dog abuser back to the scene of his crimes at Bad News Kennels, his former property in Surrey County, Virginia. Vic told the Associated Press, quote, At times, it's hard to talk about it, but for the most part, if you talk about it and let it all out, it kind of helps put the demons to rest, end quote. Well, that's the first time he's actually acknowledged it publicly. Following up on the homeless chihuahuas that were sent to New York for a better chance at adoption, the 15 homeless dogs were flown from San Francisco to New York, where over 100 people stood in line for a chance to adopt one of of them at New York's ASPCA shelter. When the day ended, 11 of the chihuahuas had new homes. It's becoming more popular to send the little dogs to other parts of the country where there is a shortage of chihuahuas, increasing their chances of adoption. 
I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Here's a tip for traveling with your cat. If she's not familiar with crate travel, consider placing the crate in your home for a few weeks before your departure. Leave the door open and occasionally toss in a treat or two. Sooner or later, your cat will view the spot as a comfortable retreat. Get more tips from Dr. McPete at www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. Well, hello, Amy Lou Harris. Hello, Hal. Oh, hi. How are you doing? Just fine. 12-time Grammy winner Emmy Lou Harris joining us. Not a lot of people know this. You actually are devoting your life to animals more than anybody I know. Oh, I don't know about that, but, um, yeah, the animals that kind of uh, wriggle their way into my heart, you know, actually uh, my whole life, but I find I have... Um, you know, I have the um, the time and uh, the opportunity to to give back a little bit to to um, you know these critters that have given me so much. Well, you have a special dog that travels with you on the road, huh? Well, uh, I yes, I had uh, I have one, I have two now actually. But uh, my all this work that I'm doing right now was inspired by a dog named Bonaparte uh-huh. that I got in um, that I got in 2002. And uh, he was a year old. I got him from Nashville Humane. And he ended up traveling with me for 10 years and, wow. and sleeping in my room, um, you know, at home. So he was, with, he was my constant companion. Uh-huh. And uh, I lost him in 2002. Uh-huh. And, um, and I, I had, we had other animals. I mean, we have quite a menagerie here. But he was my special guy. Well, you and, made a legend out of him, didn't you? You, you well, created uh, a mini legend, maybe. Uh, he's, um, you know, in honor of him, his memory. Um, uh, I started what I call Bonaparte Retreat, which is just a very small uh, animal rescue, dog rescue that I do in my backyard. Um, really, uh, three dogs at a time. Although we right now we've got four, mm-hmm. it's hard to say no when we, we're taking dogs. <laughs> right now, we started taking dogs, uh, fostering for Nashville Humane. And I'm still very connected to them and their excellent work they do here in the community. Um, I mean, they have the Rover, you know, which is the spay and neuter, the mobile uh, clinic that goes around and does the free spay and neutering, Uh um, which is so important uh, to all these issues we talk about. Uh, But but, uh, I I, I took one dog uh, uh, a while back from um, when I had a vacancy. I took one from... Uh, Metro Animal Control, where the dogs have a small window of time mm-hmm. uh, before they're euthanized for no other reason than they run out of time. And there were just so many of them that gradually I end up, now this is what I do. I just adopt them mm-hmm. from the Nashville uh, <laughs> Metro, from Metro Animal Control. And uh, then they're my responsibility, and we we screen the people that come through and... Um, uh, I'm actually affiliated now with uh, Happy Tales Humane, which is, uh, for now, a series of foster homes. But they're, they're, we're, raising, we're in the process now of raising money to have a permanent facility for Happy Tales. But I will still ha- always have my Bonaparte's retreat here in my backyard for a small number of dogs. Um, you know, you, you, you wish you could do more. <laughs> I say it must be hard fostering. I'd want to keep them all. Well, that's not the hard part because I'm happy to to have them get good, loving homes, and we 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 really do get to know the people and where they go. And 
a lot of times we, we keep track of a lot of these dogs through email and mm-hmm. and and uh, even the, the people that work with me uh, even go for home visits just just to keep in touch and um, you know if, if people are agreeable to that because we just we, we you do get attached sure. yes but the hard part is uh, the the animals that you know you have to leave behind mm-hmm. and are probably going to be euthanized because they have. You know, when I go there with a, va- you know, if I have a vacancy and I go to get a dog, there's there's obviously a lot more than just one dog. Oh, yes. That, whose time has run out. And you just kind of go, oh, well, is it better to get a male or a female? Or it, it's, it's really heartbreaking. It's so difficult to make that decision. And you, and you just have to kind of wear blinders because you're so limited. We're hoping that we can get more people to foster Mm-hmm. You started. You started early doing that and volunteering. I I really got involved, uh, you know, after Bonaparte died because I was in in some pretty serious grieving, mm-hmm. uh, as I'm sure your listeners will understand. And then uh, it, I don't know how long it was after I lost Bonaparte. I saw uh, um, an HBO special called Shelter Dog. Mm, yes. That really was one of those epiphanies, you know, sort of life-changing events where I saw what this woman had done. You know, she bought this motel uh, in upstate New York and just on her own just started the shelter. And um, I I was so moved by what she had done. And I started looking at my big backyard, you know, with, with a different eye. I said, you know, I could build some dog runs. I could, I could, you know, I have the space here and I can do this. Now, you've been an animal lover since you were a child, is that correct? Oh, yes. Well, my father was actually uh, studying veterinary medicine at the University of Virginia when World War II broke out, mm-hmm. uh, and he joined the Marine Corps. And while he was at officer training school in uh, Pensacola, Florida, before he, he uh, went over to um, you know to fight in World War II, he met my mother, and they eloped. <laughs> <laughs> So and and started a family. My brother was born uh, while he was overseas, and um, so he stayed in the Marine Corps and did not go back to veterinary medicine school. But um, he always loved animals. My my mother's family was, you know, her father was a great animal lover. I, I just was born into you know family: mothers, fathers, aunts, uncles. Uh, everyone was, uh, you know, a bit loopy for animals, <laughs> and uh, and and learned, you know, I think there's a just a compassion gene that is always there in all of us, but it can lie dormant, you know, and I think it can be perverted if children are raised in homes where animals are mistreated. Oh yes, uh, especially if they're mistreated too. I think there's it's been proven there's a direct line that. That that uh, that people who you know abuse uh, animals grow up to abuse children, and then children, you know, who are abused abuse animals, and then they grow up to abuse. I, I mean, it's, yes, it's been it's, proven. I, I do believe that animals are, are given to us to make our lives better, and also it's kind of a, a bit of a test. Like it's almost like God says, if you can't get this one right, I don't even <laughs> want to know yet, <laughs> uh, because they animals don't do anything for spite. You know, they don't do anything out of, uh, you know, they don't hold grudges. Um, and and if we can't get along with animals and do the basic, simple things to just make their lives good. Well, they teach us a lot of lessons, they, too. They teach us a lot of lessons, but I'm saying they like, teach us how to be good people, um, I really believe. And and then they just give us back so, so much. They enrich 
uh, our lives in so many ways. So, you know, I, I just think that uh, one of the biggest problems we have is that there are just too many and not enough homes. It's, it's actually a math problem. And that's why spaying and neutering is just so important. And fostering, like you said, if, if Emmy Lou Harris can do it. If you can't, you know, if you can just volunteer a couple of hours a week at your local shelter, or especially, I think, the, the, the dog pounds where the dogs can, you know, have such a short window of time and possibly are going to be euthanized to at least walk with them and, and pet them and socialize with them and give them some kind of contact. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you can't take them into your homes, and you could go there. Because people in the shelters, they're overwhelmed. Oh, yes. So many animals. And, and, and as a community, we have to come together to, you know, legislate and educate, but also if people can actually take themselves there and say, what can I do? This is a problem that can be solved. That's the frustrating thing about it. Yes. There's so many problems in the world that we think, what are we going to do? I don't, I don't know. It's overwhelming. But really, with spaying and neutered, neutering, we can pretty much eliminate the homeless dog and cat population in this country. People can start in their own backyard. Absolutely. And with, not only does spaying and neutering reduce the population, but it increases the odds for your pet health-wise. Right. Your pet will be healthier, too. And live so, longer. And live longer. So there's so many reasons to do it. Amy Lou Harris joining us. Uh, check her out. A whole bunch of dates in the L.A. and Southern California area. Of course, you can check out the website, which is emmylou.net. Yeah, pull up Bonaparte Retreat. Check it out. A wonderful fostering operation in memory of Bonaparte. This is Animal Radio. When it comes to controlling cat box odor, there's no such thing as good enough. Buy the best or smell the rest. In other words, get World's Best Cat Litter with patented formulas made from whole kernel corn. World's Best Cat Litter is 100% natural and scientifically proven to deliver unsurpassed odor control, compact clumping, and longer-lasting use. See what a difference just one bag makes. And for a limited time, save big when you buy. To download a coupon, go to worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. Okay, time to check out the... That website I heard about, www.safeguardfordogs.com. There it is. Hi, I'm Don. The virtual host is a nice touch. It looks like these links and videos cover everything a dog owner might want to know about intestinal worm infections and how to prevent them. Here's a savings coupon for Safeguard K90 Wormers and even an online reminder service. Better bookmark this one, www.safeguardfordogs.com. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. It's another new year and your debt is higher than ever. Credit card balances that keep growing. That's the bad news. But you can work through your debt problems with help from Credit Card Relief. No, we're not a consolidation loan, not another one of those credit counseling deals, and not bankruptcy. We've been helping people just like you for nearly a decade. Call Credit Card Relief right now. The consultation is free, and the relief is real. Call 866-800-5252. That's Credit Card Relief, 866-800-5252. 866-800-5252. This is Animal Radio, baby. 
you're surfing Facebook over there? Facebook or face plant, whichever you like to call it. Something, uh, who are you looking up now? Is it that, that firefighter? Well, has okay? it's our hero firefighter, Joe St. George's, who rescued that German Shepherd mix out of the flooded L.A. Uh, River a couple weeks ago, and he's become a, a really big life hero to all us animal people. And to really anybody. Firefighters. You know, I should have been a firefighter. Don't People don't look up at... Uh, at People uh, in radio. We, DJs we're never heroes. are not no. the heroes. Yeah, it's they're sad. on the bottom rung. Thirty-five hundred. Oh, Judy. Yeah. Sorry to remind you there. <laughs> Just above lawyers. <laughs> oh no! Seriously. Oh, good. Come on, we're better than that. That's what I mean. Just above. <laughs> the Happy Act. Bunch of lawyers trying to put that together. Thirty-five hundred dollar deduction for having an animals making the phones ring still. Been going for a month now. I'll take been it. Ringing. Yeah, but you know what? There's a lot of people that don't want this deduction. Why, they're crazy. Why That's would what they, I'm any tax deduction? We need all the tax deductions we can get. I noticed the people they that, must be communists. Yeah, <laughs> or they don't have animals. It seems like a lot of the people that don't uh, want them. Or they have much better tax preparers than we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the situation. Maybe they don't need the deduction. Right, they have that Swiss bank account. one 405 Hi, who's this? Hi, my name's Kitty. Hi, Kit Kitty. How are you doing, Kitty? <laughs> I'm all right. How are you? Very good. Where are you calling from today? Oh, all right. I'm in just about halfway across Missouri on I-70, heading west, going you, to British Columbia. Uh, oh, wow, that's a long drive there. Are you a truck driver? Yes, I am. What do you think about the Happy Act? Well, I love it, and to me, if you're going to have a pet and it's not part of the family, you really shouldn't actually have one anyway. I mean, I we have 20. I pick up strays all across the country and bring them home, and of course, I remarried a couple years ago, and I was just going to put a stop to a lot of that, but to me, you know, even if it comes up to just $3,500, that's more money I can spend on saving another one, getting, you know, stays or neuters done for somebody else who can't afford it, you know, just helping somebody else. You know, to have a pet. Yeah. And I just think it's a great idea. Sure. And the guy that called in just a few minutes ago who didn't like the Happy Act, he doesn't have a pet, so it really shouldn't matter to him whatsoever. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, Yeah. I agree. And I just think, I don't know, he kind of has an attitude to me. He's not much of a pet person anyway. (laughs) But he's listening to Animal Radio. (laughs) It doesn't make it (laughs) Okay, I'll give him credit for that, but I don't know. It just seems like he had the, I don't really... You know, much care about pets sure. one way or the other, and I believe in cat power. Cats first. You know, I love dogs too. We have twenty. We got, you know, there's twelve cats, eight dogs. Do you, do you travel with a cat in your cab? No, our company won't allow us to uh. do that. I have a pet sitter who comes twice a day, every day that I'm gone. <laughs> so, yes, I, I I spend a fortune in pet sitter fees, vet bills, pet food, medical care. I've had one cat who was sick here a couple months ago who racked up several thousand dollars for the medical bills. I mean, and and they come first. They're number one in the family. We do without if we have to make sure that they get what they need. You're my and kind of person. Yeah, it's not cheap raising raising a family of animals, whether it's uh, human animals or animal animals. And to get that extra tax deduction means a lot. Kitty, can I send you some kitty litter? Oh, honey, you can send me kitty litter, cat food, dog food all day long. I'll take it all I can get. Okay, because I know it costs some money. I'm going to send you World's Best Cat Litter. They're a sponsor of Animal Radio. I'll send you a bag of that. It's whole kernel clumpin' corn, and you'll love it. Uh, all ho- right. Hold on for, for one second. And thanks for calling. Okay, thank you. You can get a $3 off coupon for World's Best Cat Litter. The only litter made with whole kernel corn. Head on over to AnimalRadio.com. Hit the World's Best Cat Litter banner and get that $3 coupon off now. This is Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. 
What are you doing? You're, you're, you're actually splitting hairs? Is Literally. that what you're doing? Yeah, I'm looking at all the split ends while I'm sitting here screening the calls. <laughs> Get the little scissors out and you got to trim them. That's what I always used to do. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to anyone of the Dream Team. The first voice you'll hear is, of course, Judy right there as she's splitting hairs. Uh, <laughs> then she figures out who you need to talk to. Dr. Debbie is our veterinarian, the animal radio veterinarian. She actually takes care of the animal radio animals. And she also can answer your behavior questions for your dog, your cat, your iguana. She's very well versed. <laughs> animal communicator Joy Turner is also here if you want to do the spiritual thing. Fido-friendly travel talk Susan Sims with travel tips and giveaways. Bobby with news. Next week, no, it's two weeks away, Joey Volani will be joining the Animal Radio Zoo crew. I can't wait. That's going to be so... He's a fun guy. You know him from uh, Dogs 101 and... Groomer has it. He was the judge. Yeah. So we're very excited about that. I noticed that Bobby, who's a single woman... I think he's married, Bobby. (laughs) She's She's just keeping her options open, man. she's got to do that. They're both Italian. This Healthy Helping of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewies. Now, we get a lot of samples here at Animal Radio. We we can be really picky about selecting any Mm -hmm. kind of food. And if you're a regular listener, you know that Ladybug, she's one finicky (laughs) diva. I tell you, if she eats it, you know it's a hit. We got a sample of Stella and Chewies. We knew that that it had all those healthy ingredients. You can actually see it. It's like a freeze-dried patty, and you can see, like, cranberries cranberries in there and chicken. And you take the patty, put a little little water to it, and it turns into dinner for her. And these are made with raw USDA-inspected meat raised naturally with no added hormones or antibiotics. Now, we knew it had the stuff in it. Would Mm -hmm. she like it a week later? Because we've tried foods on her, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then a week later, she's on to a new thing. Yeah, she's tired of that one. She loves this. And we're so convinced that your dog will like it, too. We'll send you a free sample. All you need to do is send us a self-addressed stamped envelope. And you can find that information at the front of AnimalRadio.com. Or you can visit their website, StellaAndChewies.com. Or call 888-477-8977. the official food of Animal Radio. Stella and Chewies. Going to Michaela. Hi, Michaela. How are you doing? Is it Michaela? Michaela. Michaela. It sounds so much better when you say it. How are you doing, Michaela? <laughs> All right. How can we help you? Well, I have an eight-year-old Italian greyhound who has mood swings. Ah. She can be fine, loving, cuddling, what have you, one minute, and then uh, I'll use last night's episode as an example. Um, I was cuddling with her and gave her a kiss and went to give her another kiss, and she turned right around and bit my nose. Mm. Holy cow. <laughs> she didn't Did she actually break the skin? No, she didn't. But she okay. put her teeth right across the bridge of my nose. <laughs> hey, that's close enough for me. I don't need to get any closer than that. <laughs> well, she's definitely sending us a signal. So were you holding her at this time when this no, was going she was on? she laying next to me. And she doesn't give any growls or anything to say, I don't want that. You know, she just does the lunge. And is this something that she's done throughout her life, or is that something just more recently? It's, it's more, I would say, within the last three or four years. So. Well, I mean, the first thing I always like to do when we talk about an unexpected or an inappropriate bite, um, I guess there's never really an appropriate bite, but, uh, you know, other than kids, like, teasing a dog where they might be like Not even bite. a love bite? A little love bite? A little nip? No, no. It's, it's just, it's not allowed okay. in my book. Okay. <laughs> At least not from dogs, we'll say. Okay. <laughs> so, as far as with what you're seeing right now, um, my feeling is that she has got a change in her boundaries. And uh, while you're finding that this contact is fun and it's appropriate, she's taking those actions as a challenge. 
And this is kind of the situation where I'm assuming she sleeps in the bed and she yes. sleeps with you. Oh. Okay. So that's, that's where she was, too. Okay. See, now there's there's some good and bad with that. The the good is for most dogs, you know, they're a bed warmer at night, and right. you know, it gives us a, a good time to kind of bond with our pets. For certain dogs, this can be a real problem because there's a blurring of the lines of, you know, how does this system work and who's in charge in this household? Uh-huh. And for a dog that's doing what she is. We need to reassert those lines, and I'm not, you know, telling you to do anything mean or any right. rough training techniques, but this is really where I say she needs to get off of the bed, uh-huh. off of the furniture, and back on the floor. Okay. Um, that physical distance in itself will make a huge difference um, once we reassert that to her, that, you know, this is where you're permitted and you're not permitted in these areas give her great beds give her great sleeping areas but she's not to be permitted high enough where she can be looking eye to eye uh, with Uh you in the bed that may need to be done with keeping her on a light training leash or even even better when we have a little pet that wants to snap is um, a head halter kind of like the gentle lead halters that that way you can maintain control of her and not put your hands or your face into a position where you can get at risk for a bite Uh Um, so it's really reclaiming the bed, <laughs> reclaiming the couch, and then during all this, we got to practice basic obedience, and that's basically how you reassert that you're the boss in the house. Okay. So not by a hard hand, but by a gentle reminder. So that's the sit commands, the down commands, the stay, uh-huh. any little tricks or things that you've taught her through the years. We practice those, and then we give her positive reinforcement. Uh-huh. So basically, it's kind of like going back to puppy school. Okay. Um, but we need to do that in conjunction with these physical changes in the home. And, um, you know, in the meantime, I would say we don't want to get into a position where we are um, giving her affection at that same eye level. So, um, you know, you can invite her for affection, but it needs to be down at a lower level. And uh-huh. it needs to be something that you can control the situation by a, a light leash, a training leash, something in that way. Okay. So does that sound like something you can tackle or uh, are you going to run the yeah. other direction? <laughs> No, I can I can certainly try to. I did give her, and, and you probably wouldn't like it, but I gave her a light sp- spank. Yeah, and, and, and it's just really. That that was, and I told her no, that that was not the right thing to do. Yeah, it's just, you know, some dogs may respond to that, but with these type of situations, some dogs, it can escalate the problem. Yeah. So if we have a dog that has a feeling like I've got to be a dominant and, you know, this is my turf. A physical correction can actually escalate that to where you may be more likely to get bitten or it could get more aggressive. So okay. maybe make a noise <laughs> like, uh, yeah. like a growl or something like that. Is that what you do, Judy? Yeah, she knows that when I just go like, ah, 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 ah. Oh. she just backs off. She, she knows. knows that's mama says so no. It's a shocking verbal correction yes. is what you're doing. huh? Okay. Thanks for calling today. 1-866-405-8405. We actually got a machine hooked up to that. We actually screen our calls. That's good. You. Yes. <laughs> and you can also email us. All our email addresses at animalradio.com. Have yourself a great week. This is Animal Radio Network. Network.